The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you living a wellness lifestyle? What could it do for you? Join us today on the Wellness Lounge a step further and see how our guests and direction can inspire you to self-empowerment through a wellness lifestyle. Now, here is the host of the Wellness Lounge a step further, Desiree Watson. Good morning. Good morning. I'm and so happy that you all are uh, listening in today. We have uh, a very exciting guest, uh, Sabatino for Lisa will be with us uh, shortly. I would just like to um, give a little background on uh, Wellness Interactive and the Wellness Lounge a step further and why it is so important for us to take it a step further for our new listeners. Wellness Interactive uh, is a company uh, that focuses on all things well, including the mind, body, Spirit. And what that means is we try very hard to present a platform that will um, help us all become proactive with uh, connecting the mind, body, and spirit. And today's show is uh, focused on the mind and the body. And the Wellness Lounge itself, taking it a step further, uh, is uh, the belief that um, with information and the proper proper information, we can all uh, navigate and be proactive with our own lifestyle. Because uh, today, the, you know, we're just being bombarded with so many uh, products and information, and sometimes it's just uh, very simple to get uh, information, and we take that information and we do the navigation process as opposed to uh, maybe grabbing hold of something that is supposed to do these amazing things or wonders. And it just sometimes begins with us. On that note, I'd love to um, just uh, read uh, just a small paragraph from uh, Pastor Terry Smith's book. He just happens to be my pastor, who we, of course, love very much. And he has a, a book out uh, called Ten. And it says, how would you rate your life? You know, is it a ten? Or do you think it's a seven? But I uh, really think it's um, an amazing book because uh, it does speak about how we can all, we're all tens, or if you feel you're not, you can certainly navigate uh, being that ten with uh, just a few things. And I'll read this. On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your life? A six, maybe a seven. Not bad, but what if you were told that living at ten was possible? Would you go for it? 
Would you risk doing things differently and looking at life differently in order to achieve it? Uh, Think about that. All of us desire a better life than we have now, whether we are in the depths of despair or riding the crest of a wave of success. We all want more, more fulfillment, more joy, more satisfaction, more significance. And uh, one of the, I'll I'll just uh, speak to one of the changes, but there are just so many great uh, uh, words to um, grab hold of. Ten will challenge you to discover the essential bond between getting better at your life and helping others get better at theirs. So again, this is Pastor Terry Smith's book, and it's 10 amazing, amazing reads. On that note, I also would like to just speak uh, a little bit about our next guest, who I believe is also uh, fulfilling the 10. Sabatino Verleza is uh, an accomplished dance soloist, award-winning choreographer, teacher, and certified Pilates instructor. He's soloed for nine years with the May O'Donnell Dance Company in New York City. Choreographed works for prestigious dance companies and has taught dance at several colleges and universities. While his relates the dance company produces concerts nationally, Sabatino works to help individuals empower themselves through his Pilates classes where he combines physical work with wellness concepts of improved posture, balance, and breathing. Now, uh, I please stay with us because I think uh, Sabatino uh, is absolutely amazing with how we can navigate our mind and body. Thank you so much, uh, Sabatino, for joining us. Thank you. How are you this morning? I'm good, and how are you? I'm fine, thank you. I'm fine, thank you. Uh, I just uh, can't wait to um, hear all this uh, uh, great uh, knowledge that you have to offer to our guests. I'm sure they'll be excited about it because uh, I'm actually uh, engaging with you often with this uh, (laughs) great mind and body. Can you uh, just speak uh, uh, or, or... I think, uh, you know, I, I love your line. You always say, <laughs> you're saying something like, uh, I'm up, <laughs> I'm moving, and ready to accept my body. Can you elaborate on that more? <laughs> well, imagine if we did not accept um, what the ramifications would be. Um, it's like the morning time, I think, is what we were talking about, is uh, like reintegrating our bodies and our mind and our outlook. Um, it is about uh, reintegrating and accepting where we are and uh, how we would like to, to use your words from earlier, take a step further. Um, the body, the body, without a spirit, without a focus, without a mind, um, doesn't want to do very much by itself. But we have aspirations, and mm-hmm. uh, we. We like to create. We we like to build things. We like to uh, reach out and affect 
the world uh, and be affected and learn. So we take it a step further. So it's very important that we lead our lives with a, an integrated aspect. It's not separate. It's not separate. The body mm-hmm. needs our help. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. our minds need our help as well to learn more. Um, so I like I like what you said earlier, which is taking it a step further. And the morning time is the best time to do that. Beautiful. Excellent. So... Um, can you speak to us about uh, the miracle has already happened? Now, the miracle, and I hear you say this often, the miracle has already happened, and I just also think that's really beautiful, and that um, the miracle being, I we're here. We're here. Yeah. And so once we understand that, are we able to take it a step further in strength and yeah yeah you know without without a challenge we will just simply sit um we need to take that miracle which is the blessings that we have and we need to nurture it like a plant we need good nutrients we need good sunlight, we need to withstand the elements, and those are the other challenges, to be able to flex and stretch and to get more blood and oxygen into our systems so that we can get rid of impurities. Um, Water fluids are so important uh, to allow the mechanisms to work well, the joints, the ligaments, the muscles. Um, to to send in supplies to different parts of our bodies. So um, that miracle, that system has already happened. And maybe maybe through injuries or or anomalies, birth defects, maybe some things are compromised. But we can we can help ourselves to improve and get those those nutrients and uh, get mm-hmm. rid of impurities. That's so important. The body works like an amazing factory, builds things and gets rid of things um, to so that so that a muscle or a ligament or a super highway for the, or that blood to flow through or the the electrical message to go through the the nervous system to to have a, a sharp uh, road. Uh, a free road uh, to be able to communicate with all parts of the body. So that is the miracle, that system, mm-hmm. the mechanics. Um, right. But it's well, not going to function by itself. We need to help it and be ready to. Exactly. To, yeah. And that's uh, where the mind comes in at, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. Um, so you work with um, you work with children, you work with um, adults, you work with uh, Senior citizens. I think you you yes. have uh, students that are eighty, ninety yeah. years old, and some that yeah. are extremely young. Yeah. Um, what do you do uh, to help um, uh, your uh, students become more effective in navigating their whole, their body, their mind, and connecting? those two together. Um, I know that, uh, unfortunately, 
uh, in our gyms, you know, or I, I, no, I should say uh, in our schools, we don't really have the gym program yet, or the the um, the um, you know, all of us, I yeah, think, grew up with yeah, having yeah. to take uh, physical ed, and we we now find it disappearing. And uh, when you you speak about uh, being sure that uh, we're, you know, we have this movement where um, we can uh, connect with our bodies, uh, that's a little difficult uh uh, or, or some might think it's difficult, but I think you have another story for that. Uh, it's just so important that we get information on uh, if we're not moving, get moving uh, to effectively connect that whole mind and body. Can you elaborate more on that, please? Yeah. Um, it, first of all, we have to understand the difference between an ache and a pain. Mm-hmm. An ache is is a challenge to reach farther or contract a muscle to, uh, let's say, uh, an idea of pulling towards the center of the body and, and to strengthen the core, the, the biceps, and so on, and then maybe pushing away, which is a different kind of, uh, different use of muscles. That challenge is an ache, but we also have to understand the difference between an ache and a pain. Pain is injurious. So what I do in my work is is to be certain that we all sense what we're doing in the moment. So we register and become a sensory museum to be able to tell where that part is, what is the effect on the body, um, and to be experts of our body, to get a master's in a sense in our mm-hmm. in our sensory system. So mm-hmm. ache and a pain, it, 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 that differentiation is very important. Mm-hmm. How we do that along our lives, uh, whether we are professional dancers, young dancers, or people with challenges, uh, it is the same system. Maybe you have to do it in a different way. The professional athlete or dancer, what I call stallions, um, have arrived at a point where they can finesse movement or an idea or a challenge more so. Uh, For those who are just maintaining wellness or young people, it's it's more about being well and living a good lifestyle. For those who have challenges, either injuries or birth defects or just a temporary disability like breaking a leg, um, have to work differently and still be able to achieve a lifestyle that is is uh, full of spirit. But mm-hmm. if we can if we can approach these ideas and understand time, time and duration is key to wellness. What I mean by that is that we live in a world where we are so result-oriented and we just want the bottom line, the result. The body needs duration. So in Pilates, for example, we do things that are slow and efficient as opposed to doing 200 setups at 100 miles an hour. When you're using (laughs) When you're using that format of very fast sit-ups where you're actually literally throwing your upper body and you're bypassing abdominal strength, 
you're actually throwing your body. It's momentum. So those 100, 200 uh, violent sit-ups can be done with 10 slow ones where you are mindful of the core and every part of the musculature of the abdominal core uh, has has an experience. Mm-hmm. So that that uh, mindfulness in terms of how to use duration may seem boring, but it's actually a, a feast of sensory uh, feedback that that you are present, mind and body. Uh, mm-hmm. So for those people who may not be able to do it, uh, let's say um, fully, we just take a different a different approach. So the idea, like people with disabilities that may not be symmetrical in their bodies for one reason or another, uh, we just simply change the movement so you can still have an an experience and participate. That's key too, the ability to to, to participate. Because without the ability to participate, you're excluded. And so that's very, very important. Uh, It's a much more democratic way of working. (laughs) Okay, love that. So, um, you know, uh, if uh, if we're at work, and I, I love everything you just said, but if we're at work, and or, or for the the person who works uh, eight hours, ten hours a day, and you're sitting all day, or the child that does not have access to physical ed or gym at school. What were uh, do you have suggestions for what we could do at um, at work or at home or, uh, to work with um, yes. our families? I, I believe that uh, alignment is key. Good alignment is key. We have these five curves in our bodies that belong there, and that's how we're able to run, jump, and just navigate everything. We kind of, in a sense, if I can use the words, we kind of bounce along. We bounce along. We have a curve behind our neck. We have a curve behind our lower back. We have a joint or a curve behind our knees, working down the body further. We have a curve behind our ankle or Achilles heel, and we have a curve underneath the arches of the feet. Those curves are buoyant and um, help us move safely because without those curves, we would be bone on bone, mm-hmm. cinder blocks on cinder blocks, if I can use that analogy. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, Sabatino, I, I hear music. You, <laughs> do, me, do me a favor, hold that uh, yeah. for one moment. Sure. We are going to have to break for commercial. Sure. And we'll be right back. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things 
and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite twice every week, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety and on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. How do you feel about the future? Tune in each week for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life with host Kate Ebner. You can be a great leader by learning from the inspiring stories of amazing visionaries who are shaping our future. Everyone deserves to create their own vision, and Kate and her guests will share the tools that you need to make it happen. Make a weekly visit to the Voice America Business Channel for Visionary Leader Extraordinary Life every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Be inspired. Become inspiring. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Hi. Uh, we are with uh, Sabatino Verleza, a uh, soloist and award-winning uh, choreographer. Well, I should say accomplished dance soloist. And you know what? He just happens to be John Travolta's cousin. <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> I think that's uh, fabulous. Just wonderful. Um, now we know where you get your dance moves from, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'd love to go back uh, uh, where we left off, Sabatino, um, uh, and speak about um, our place of work yeah. and what we can do to help ourselves or... Uh, speak um, about children not uh, being able to have access to physical ed uh, in our schools. And what what can we do with our children? Well, we were talking about good posture and Mm -hmm. the ability to uh, have that as a beginning point. Uh, just like a a wall that is tilted and uh, about to fall down, it's got to be held up by something. The same thing with the body. If the head is coming forward off center, uh, the the neck muscles have to hold it back so that um, you, you'll be able to conduct your life and see forward. And then those muscles get overburdened. So we create what is called an adaption um, where muscles that were not meant to do that job have to kick in. So that happens all the time. So if we can understand... Um, in our common lives, if you don't have access to, say, training or a gym, if we can have a sense of, of really good, simple alignment in which we are on top of ourselves. Earlier I talked about those curves that we have in our bodies. Well, those curves have to be supported. Along the way, if you live a life of 85 years, those curves are going to become more, if I can use the word, generous or 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 more curvy that's yeah not a, not a, going to not a technical to word i just made that up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway they have to be supported and what comes to mind is um the feeling one gets 
when they wear a turtleneck, let's say. Whether you like mm-hmm. turtlenecks or not doesn't really matter. But that <laughs> corset-like feeling of support all the way around the cervical spine, right? Mm-hmm. A corset-like support, and not boundness. No, 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 not boundness at all. A gentle support around the abdominals and the waist and the lower back. A gentle support like we have when you wear a... Uh, a knee pad, let's say, mm-hmm. that you have this extra little reminder of support all the way around or around the ankle or around the arches. If we can imagine support, not stress or boundness, but a gentle support, we will feel as if we are much more on top of ourselves. And when you achieve that, then you can extend away from yourselves in athletics or tasks or um, even um, as a performer, you can reach away from your center and always have the continual reminder to be on center. So center doesn't have to be straight up and down, by the way. It can Mm. be through space. A dolphin dolphin has a center. A dinosaur has a center. An ant has a center. Ah, an ant And so for for those of us in the workplace where we are repeating, let's say, the same task over and over, a computer in front of us or uh, a shovel or um, any, any kind of task, if we are continually reminded that somewhere we come back to a personal center, that we will do movements, even though they are repetitive, with a mindful sense of well, I just keep going back to it. It's a center, a sense of self and center. And so that's hard for children because we have so much energy and explosive interest about our world. And the movements are more elastic because they're younger. Um, But if if I can just ask you about something, if our bodies continue, uh, I, I guess what I'm hearing is, it, the body has memory, and so if you continue yes. to go back to that same center, if it's not aligned, if it's not um, strong, if it's you know not structured, it's for example, if I'm sitting uh, in front of a computer all day and I do <laughs> exactly what my body has been doing for twenty years or x amount of years. I could eventually just, you know, I'm I'm going to be bent over, you know, I'm going to slump, yeah. unless, of course, I'm taking in, into consideration all of the information that you're providing, I can make a change right now. Correct. If you know, first of all, the computer task, not the information, mm-hmm. should not conduct your life. Okay. You have the ability to sit a little bit. One has the ability to sit a little more centered and adjust the screen and the reach of the keyboard in a manner that you don't have to reach off-center. And by the way, one of the most important things about good alignment is the sense of where south is. If you can feel where south is, you'll be able to understand where north is because gravity is always helping us. Gravity can be a detriment or it could be an asset. If you can feel where bottom is, where your sit bones are, then you'll be able to feel how to lift out of that. 
whether sitting or standing. So, even though you have a task to do in front of you where you're slouched and round shoulder and so on, if you can keep coming back to some kind of center and reinvigorate, restate center, the body will remember for when you stand up. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we, you said it before, muscle memory. It is such an important gift that, that we have that the muscles remember. When we walk across a space, we don't really tell our legs how to conduct. Mm. The, the, mus- the neuromuscular system already knows what mm-hmm. I ask is that we be mindful and do it better, mm-hmm. which is what you said in a, in a step further. And what mm-hmm. is that step further? Well, it comes down to stretching and strengthening muscles. Mm-hmm. When you walk forward, you're constantly flexing in your quadriceps. Therefore, those quadriceps in front of the thighs are always contracting. If muscles always contract, then they need help to stretch a balance on both sides. Also Mm -hmm. with the hamstrings, Mm -hmm. they constantly contract to swing the leg forward. Well, if the stride is only, let's say, two feet long, then your range is only going to be two feet long. And if you're asked to move along a little quicker for some reason or reach for something, you won't have that ability because you will not have been there. So it's important to to go a little beyond. I keep going back to a step further. Because it's but, so true. Just take yeah. it a step yeah. further. And so I think we're we're solely responsible for that. As human yeah. beings, we're responsible for that. It doesn't matter what information, what product is being thrown at us, we are solely responsible for taking it a step yeah. further. Yeah, so, and, and that experience will give us more experience, by the way, and, have, and mm-hmm. give us more choices. Yes, And, and we, exactly. that's essentially what we want. We want more choices physically and mentally. But if your body is holding you back, you, your, your, your mental capacity will be affected. Absolutely. Well, you know, on, on that note, when, let's talk about uh, uh, if your body is holding your, you back. Um, I, it, listen, I've taken your classes. They're amazing. And I uh, just feel that um, everyone can and, and we all have the capability of uh, uh, just uh, – making a decision to take a class. So, for example, um, you know, we might have uh, people who are extremely overweight and all their focus, their focus may just be on the great diet plan or the great, uh, what can I do? Uh, you know, I need to get the weight off and I, I, uh, I'll, I, I tried this diet, that diet, and so on. But Maybe perhaps it's just a little different. Maybe it's just one day taking a step and saying, well, let me try a Pilates class. Now, here's the, the interesting, the reason why I bring this up is because I was with um, someone who, um, she's, she's uh, maybe about 72 years old, and she said that uh, she uh, takes classes uh, three or four times a week uh, to just, you know, stay mobile and physical, but her instructor never invites her to the Pilates class, and she feels it's because 
uh, she's, uh, she has too much weight. She said, you know, everybody in the, the Pilates class, they're all thin, and I think she just doesn't invite me. Can you speak uh, to that? Because uh, we've had Dr. Pride Boone um, uh, in one of our earlier shows, as a matter of fact, our first show, uh, speak about uh, weight. And sometimes that just does not make a difference in just walking forward to embrace your body and start something new, like a Pilates or just getting physical. So we never want to not do anything because of weight. If you can't get to a diet, maybe it's uh, just listening to some of the things that Sabatino can help you with. Well, the moment starts right now. The, the the next 10 years starts right now, and we have similar bodies, we have similar problems, and with regards to Pilates, it has nothing to do with age. Pilates has nothing to do with color and nothing to do with gender. We all need the same um, sense of alignment, sense of uh, physical understanding. We all want... To have, we all, all want to achieve a body that feels good, and and that also looks good. That we feel good about that, and mm-hmm. also that will sustain you for a lifetime. So it is a practice that has to happen every day, and that starts with today. You see, right. so it's very important um, that to understand that just by participating and finishing a class is a huge achievement. Just to do it. Just to right. do it. And also, um, it, it's something that you have to embrace the fact, going back to the fact that the miracle has already happened. Now mm-hmm. we need to prolong the miracle. We need to, uh, after the years, let's say, there, there is a, on a graph, there is a, there is a sense where the body wants to make babies. And then after that, we want to maintain that youthful um, sustenance so that we have to help the body and become efficient so that the mechanics still work the way they did when we were young. You're right. And, going, and, you know, it's not regeneration on a cellular level needs help. It's not going to help by just sitting on the sofa. Bone structure to be strong needs a little bit of testing. Needs needs uh, allow me to word to use the word in a very light way. Needs uh, stress. You see, mm. a little bit of stress on a muscle to stretch a little and contract a little, or bone builds new cells um, and gets rid of um, uh, impurities. That action is the regenerative system, along with good sleep, by the way. Yes, sleep, sleep is. We really need X amount of hours for an REM sleep, rapid eye movement, and that is basically the best restorative rest where cells regenerate. Uh, that that's very very important. But back to the miracles already happened. We need to keep those neuromuscular pathways open so that new blood, new cells go in there and that we reach away from our center and, and, and 
can execute the things that we want to so that when we reach up onto a shelf, we're not burdened by a 10-pound uh, or one-pound package of flour. Right, because we as we use... get older, yeah. uh, the body depreciates a bit, right? Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. the reach is not quite like the reach <laughs> yeah. when we were 20, 30 years old and sometimes 40. And by working like this, Desiree, the, every client at the end of, my, of the sessions that we have says, I ask them, how do they feel? They say, I have more energy. Well, it mm-hmm. makes more sense that you open up pathways that were closed off in in the body. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so that can affect the the quality of your day, your cognitive mm-hmm. um approach to things. And it can mm-hmm. also open up pathways to whatever it is you want to do in life, sports, recreation, and key right here I feel is very important in emergencies. You are right. ready you are ready for emergencies. Now for the mm-hmm. older generations we have to be a little bit more careful because balance uh is is a it can be compromised. But the the key is to always change the movement slightly so that they can participate in the major joints. They the major joints being the knees, the ankle, the hips, the shoulders and rotation. So let me uh, just you just uh, said something the balance can be compromised you know um i often uh see uh older people or let's say baby boomers so we're over 50 uh it, sometimes we think or feel we can do uh what we've done you know when we were 30 20 years old and yeah. uh I <laughs> I had a conversation with uh my my niece and my nephew uh because uh they bought a, a new house or a new home and they were going to do all the work. I think that's terrific. I think it's excellent, but um sometimes we do need to be careful. I think this is what I'm I'm hearing from you. you we do need to be careful because that step ladder may not always be our friend uh, when you're 50 years old or 45 because if you fall or if you injure yourself, it's very difficult. It can you're be right. very difficult at you're times right. to get um, back. We talked about muscle memory earlier, which is a wonderful aspect of the human function. Muscle memory can also erode if you haven't been in that movement pattern for a while. And Mm. I speak to exactly what you just said, walking up the ladder. Well, you may have a sense memory of of what it was like 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. and maybe the ankle is not as prepared. Maybe the wrist or the grip is not as prepared. Maybe the vertigo of being higher up is not prepared. But we think we can do it, Mm -hmm. but we may not be prepared, and that's where accidents happen. Mm, excellent. Um, we're going to break uh, again for commercial. We'll be right back with Sabatino. This is the home of the top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success drivers. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When you make decisions, do you ever find yourself in doubt? Are you trying to figure out what's right with you? Are you ready to truly change your life? Listen for the Access Consciousness Radio Show with the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane Here, Consciousness is all about including everything and judging nothing. Our program will help you break free from your personal limitations and enhance positive change in all areas of your life. Tune in to Access Consciousness, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to the Wellness Lounge, a step further with host Desiree Watson. To find out more about our programs, please visit our website at www.wellnessinteractive.com. That's wellnessinteractive.com. Now, back to the show. Hello, we're again with Sabatino Berlesa, and uh, Sabatino is a national award-winning choreographer, and uh, he's speaking to us today about um, our amazing bodies and how we can connect that mind and body and how we can be more flexible. Now, if you'd like, you can always uh, uh, tweet, uh, uh, we're... On Facebook, uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to uh, tweet or Facebook us at wellnessinteractive.com uh, uh, or Wellness Inter. So, Sabatino, we left yeah. off with uh, the body having memory and mm-hmm. maybe not having uh, the flexibility that we we would all like to have over 50. <laughs> and yeah. we're reaching for things when we may not <laughs> need to. Yeah. Need to do that in fear of uh, uh, the body uh, not having the memory over fifty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also f- inevitably, when whenever there's a snowstorm, someone will hurt their backs by shoveling snow. Well, the fact is that the back muscles are extremely strong, and but they need the front muscles to create that that structure. So that's one example in which um, uh, how we surprise ourselves by injuring when we thought we could do it, we could handle uh, a movement or a certain amount of weight with a shovel. So if you're um, in a class, uh, Pilates, yoga, any one of these classes, can that help if um, uh, we somehow injure ourselves, uh, you know, over 50 or 60 years old, would that help us? Absolutely. We need the the torso needs uh, an abdominal wall, we call it, in the front, in 
in the front to be able to do our frontal work. Uh, the back muscles cannot do all the work. When people hurt their backs, it's usually because there's an imbalance um, from the back muscles to the front muscles. If we can find a way to strengthen what we call the core, and when we say core, by the way, it's three-dimensional. It isn't just the front um, six-pack, as it were. Um, there is front muscles uh, on the sides, on the diagonal. There's obliques. Um, and there's also the bottom of the core has to be supported uh, inside the pelvis, too. If we can have a strong engine or transmission, then the extremities have something strong to attach themselves to the arms and the legs and so on. So the Pilates, uh, which is based on the fact of exhaling and strengthening the core, because that's the best time to strengthen it when you exhale, when you vent the air out, the whole core system integrates, you see. And while you're doing an action, you're strengthening it. So it is three-dimensional. Uh, and for older people, that's more difficult to access. But again, uh, I can't stress enough uh, the fact that the torso has to have very good alignment and very good strength to be able to do or handle the tasks of our external world. Excellent. And then, and if you feel, if you, when you feel good, you can have, you can also, um, how shall I say, take a few more chances in your movement. You see, and that makes you, sense. Yeah, and you have uh, a you feel more security. Confident. Yeah, confidence, right? And when you have confidence, uh, allow me to say that your movements can be a little bit more personal or more poetic. Mm. <laughs> um, because then you feel good mm -hmm. as opposed to being trapped by your body. And so that, that gets, gets into uh, a, a self-expression. And, and that's why my work, the dance and also wellness, are totally integrated uh, because it allows you to have self-expression in a fuller mm -hmm. way when you feel good about your body. You can use the body as a communication instrument. Excellent. So if you were uh, designing a program for our young people and to implement this program, have this program implemented in uh, some of our schools, what um, would you what, suggest what or format? how would you navigate it? What, well, what's your vision? Uh, well, be, but what's your vision for the future for young people in having some access to uh, movement, uh, physical movement, and being able to um, really uh, also uh, have a platform that takes them, a physical platform of uh, being well, that takes them uh, right into college or, you know, the, the whole, <laughs> the yeah. whole mind-body, uh, because, again, uh, you yeah. heard me say, uh, it's slowly dwindling out of uh, our schools any movement, yeah. any physical movement, and quite frankly, it's it's pretty scary. I'm glad yeah. that my kids, though, yeah. they're they're in college, so or no, yeah. one has graduated, but one is still in college, and uh, we were pretty blessed to 
uh, have a school that um, required uh, physical ed. You know, they had to have physical ed. But now some of our schools, uh, um, are the, the communities, they're challenged. But the way I see it, that um, if you're not going to have a full physical ed program, maybe there is uh, a new vision for program that can work uh, 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 on helping families and, and, and their kids uh, uh, with knowledge, with the yeah. knowledge of uh, uh, being better at uh, physical activity uh, on their yes. own or just being yeah. proactive with it. Well, parents and teachers have to be involved in that circle. They have to be inspiration because isn't that why we go to school for that inspiration? Because the adult has done it before and may have the information for us to do it better, a young person to do it better. Mm-hmm. You use the word a, a, a dangerous time. Um, I know how you mean to say that, but we do live in a uh, time where video games have taken time away from physical interaction, uh, sports, uh, the playground. Uh, I, I see empty playgrounds. Uh, no one's out there. Where are the young people? Um, I use my, in my studio, I, I work with young people and, and elderly where the clinical exercise has to have a task-oriented purpose. It has, it just can't, when you take, when you go to rehab, God forbid anybody should do that from the hospital. They give you a sheet in which you simply repeat those exercises all by yourself with some manner, bands or otherwise. And it's very rote and dry and clinical. And people usually fall short of completing their exercises. It's important to have a goal and image-oriented uh, concept of those exercises. That's why it's easier to do it with someone, a teacher, because that person can inspire. So my movements, uh, I, u- I use the word task-oriented to suggest, well, it's a matter of like reaching for something, something that is very important to you. And if you can have uh, this imagery, then then time usage is... is uh, just 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 flies by. So for young people, I think we're, we're the world is very distracted in terms of um, goals of professional sports as opposed to enjoying the moment and the social element, uh, interaction with other people and the self. We've kind of lost that. So that's mm-hmm. another reason I feel that physical education isn't doing a very good job in schools. Uh, mm-hmm. There isn't enough interaction uh, for the fun of it all, the way mm-hmm. it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, there's very short chunk of time to be able to change into appropriate clothing, do the tasks, and then change change back into a uh, uh, regular clothes to go back to the next class. There well, okay, I, I need to ask you about that because yeah. I think uh, we've all done that. You know, uh, the we we changed into appropriate clothing uh, when we were young, when we were children, 
and uh, we, I believe, even showered at times, you know. We had swim classes, gym classes, and we changed. So I, I, I hear, I definitely hear what you're saying. I just don't know um, where it was lost. So I, I can only think that all the great thinkers <laughs> of our society yeah. uh, really, you know, they're they're trying very hard, hopefully, to take it a step further to uh, focus on how we can help our young people um, just uh, 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 be more physical at school. And you hit yeah. you, you said something earlier about uh, it's the teacher. Uh, or the educator and the parents. Now, uh, of course, our teachers, they're parents too. And I'm sure some of them uh, may also go through the same struggle of, uh, uh, you know, how how do I get my child to um, uh, uh, be more physical and, and not uh, in front of the computer or, you know, if... If it's a matter of the teacher and the parents working together, is there something specific that uh, you might, uh, um, I don't know, have a vision for? Is it is it uh, just being sure that uh, the teachers are uh, engaging their students while teaching uh, in a healthier posture or... Yeah. Is there anything you could uh, maybe suggest um, for the future yeah, that teachers, we all look at? Teachers uh, are burdened with the same time frame and statistics and um, uh, what the state or the school board asks of them. Right. So um, they have the, the same challenge. But given the moment of the physicality, how long, however long it may be, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, how how to get the young person to to enjoy motion to enjoy moving through space to enjoy uh, mm-hmm. what i call dynamics uh, what i mean by dynamics is a difference in the use of energy for example if you throw a ball there is the wind up aspect and then there's the burst of the release that actually feels wonderful if you really sense it does. what that feels like. <laughs> right. We've all or, done it. Or swing a bat or, mm-hmm. or as the volleyball approaches, that readiness and then the burst of whatever action, successful or not, doesn't really matter. But to, to live within our bodies and to, to, to accept that that is a, is an important human function, and it has to come from the teacher. The teacher usually sits on the side, unfortunately, and lets them do the work. You see, it's yeah, because the, as you said, that's um, you know they're doing their jobs, and, and yeah, there's yeah, there's nothing yeah. Uh, much that they can do. Yeah. I know my daughter shared with me. Um, she's a teacher, and <clears throat> excuse me, she shared uh, uh, something quite uh, interesting, and I thought. Uh, quite funny, um, she uh, said that um, if or, or when her her students, she has uh, first graders, she said, when uh, uh, they seem to be a little out of control, she says, yeah. she will uh, go to the board and she 
will attempt to write a name on the the board, and the kids get really quiet. They're like, oh, my goodness, someone's name is going on that board. And this is the <laughs> way they respond. They're like, yeah, okay, okay, we're all quiet. We're all quiet. She gets their attention uh, because no one wants their name on the board. Uh-huh. But not only that, at the end of the day, if uh, uh, they don't have a name on the board, they all get, you know, like uh, uh, a piece of candy or something, you know, a reward for just being great and, you know, attentive. Sabatino, it has been absolutely fabulous. Oh, oh my goodness, time is... (laughs) It's really quick. It's been so great having you here, and uh, I look forward to having you back, and I know that... uh, we have uh, learned so much on how to connect that body and mind. And as I mentioned before, uh, our pastor, my pastor, Pastor Terry Smith, uh, all wants us to be a 10, and I think yeah. uh, Sabatino has helped us to define uh, what uh, Pastor Terry Smith says. Well, define your circles of change and watch what happens. You've helped us greatly in doing so. Just by talking to you, it kind of reaffirmed, which is also (laughs) very important to understand what does work. It reaffirmed um, the ideas of wellness. So thank you. I thank you. I thank you so much. And please come back to share with us. And uh, again, uh, quite interesting. John Travolta's cousin, Sabatino (laughs) Verleza, you're amazing. Thank you so much much for joining us this week for the Wellness Lounge, a step further. Please tune in next Monday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another great show featuring your host, Desiree Watson. We'll continue to show you how to incorporate a wellness lifestyle and live a better life.